Hey guys, it's John again with another movie fix, and I'm here with my best friend. What do you mean again? Wait, we just we just sat down. No, this is, this is episode eight. This is episode oh, okay. eight of the movie fix. We're like... back again. We're back again, baby. Baby. Uh, and I'm here with Chris, my hey, co-host Chris. from Bagged and Board. And, co-host um, from Bagged and Board. We're back we again, a, baby. We do a thing called uh, the movie fix, baby. And uh, this time. Hey, Chris, uh, do you know what uh, is the 40-year anniversary of? Uh, I've been told it's the 40th anniversary of Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It is. So uh, we thought it'd be fun just to talk Indiana Jones for a while. Or uh, Indiana Smith, which it originally was supposed to be called. Oh, that's not a good name. Jones is Uh, so much better. That's the name Lucas had, I guess, for years attached to it. And then um, Steve McQueen had a movie called, like, Oklahoma Smith. So they were like, mm, I guess we got to change that. And uh became Indiana Jones, which is such a better name. I don't know if we're just feeling that way because we grew up with Indiana Jones and not Indiana Smith. But it just, it's got bite. It's got it's such a better ring to it. It does. And, man, what, uh, what beer well, are you ringing right now? I, I think uh, your beer rings a lot better with you, so why don't you do your beer? Because I need a couple more sips to get into mine. Gotcha. Um, so, right in front of me here, I have the next Southern Tier Brewing Company's Blackwater Series, and this is their Nitro Coconut Truffle. And this is an Imperial Milk Stout. It's an ale with sea salt, dark chocolate, and natural chocolate and coconut flavors. Looking for an ABV, 10% ABV, and boy... This would sneak up on you. Um, If you've had their previous release, the Samoa This from the Blackwater series, it's almost a carbon copy of that, but it's got that nice little bit of sea salt on it that just kind of like dances across your tongue when you take a taste, and then you just get that deep, dark, rich chocolate and like the caramel flavors. Uh, I picked up a four-pack of cans of this. Um, The night that we brought it home i had one my girlfriend had one she absolutely loved it she had another one just on her own one night like she went to the fridge to get a beer and i heard the nitro can pop and i was like oh yep there it is and then a couple nights ago she went to the fridge to get a beer and she's like oh there's still a coconut truffle and i'm like yeah that's mine for the show she's like what (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's there's four in there. We had two. You had the other one. That one's mine. And the look that I got was betrayal, was haunting. And it was like, <laughs> no, I was, was going to drink that to to have on the show with my friends. And I could not wait any longer because it's been sitting there on that shelf, and I've just been wanting to get back into it. Uh, so beg and board, be damned. It's it's movie fix beer right now because it's. <laughs> It's fantastic. It's probably one of my favorites from the Blackwater series now. Like, if this comes out again, I mean, I'm going to buy all of the Blackwater series again, pretty much, except for the the raspberry uh, white chocolate one that they had, because that one wasn't... But that also wasn't, that right. wasn't a nitro version of that. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be, though, right? It was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, that one I would pass, but this one, definitely, on, on my two-buy list, it's just... That nitro is just so nice and smooth on it, and 
That's oh gosh, I John talk about your beer so I can actually just get to drink more of this now. So I'm drinking from Three Floyds. This is a Imperial IPA called Apocalypse Cow, and um, this is a double Indian pale ale with lactose, coming in at eight point six percent. And this beer, I do not like. Uh, this is like big malt up front, and you're like, okay, West Coast IPA, big malt, double IPA, yeah. And then it hits your tongue with pine saw, mm. and not like a good resiny pine. Like it tastes chemically, and it it I don't know if there's something wrong with my can. Um, or if they've changed this beer, because I gave this years ago, probably 2012, I gave it a pretty decent rating because I enjoyed one West Coast IPAs back then. But I was um, I was shocked by what was happening mid-palate, and it lingered, and it really kind of grabs you and, and, and makes you um, not like things. So, yeah, I'd say steer, steer clear of this one. So cool, cool label though. Could, I, I don't know what it looks like, but while you're grabbing it, I will say, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. There was, I don't remember what episode it was because it was years ago, um, where you had brought a bunch of like the three Floyd stuff to the table, and I just did not care for any of it, and we had the zombie dust originally. But then it was like another time where he had probably Alpha King, and um, it was during the time where I wasn't checking in on Untapped because I had looked, and the only beer from them that I've officially checked into was Zombie Dust. Um, I think that's. I think when we had those is when we had that beer draft where we all like put in like twenty bucks, and I think Mike was on the show and he. Um, he had gotten a bunch of beers. He either bought it or grabbed it out of his cellar okay. and then was, like, auctioning off the beers. And we were like, oh, That's holy right. holy crap, yeah, sip of sunshine. Like, got to have it. Like, oh, yeah, this. And he had some, like, really great things. And then he had just some really crap things that you were like, I got 50 cents left. Yeah, I'll take that, like, kind of a thing. Um, but I think that's when we had a ton of – because we also drank them on the show – we had a ton of um, Three Floyd stuff, yeah, if they, I remember correctly. That does ring a bell, but none of their stuff's wowed me. Um, they're one of those breweries that I would probably pass by if I saw them on like the shelf or at like a brew pub type place. Um, the only time I think I would drink them again is if it was all three of us sitting down to record an episode and you or Paul like brought a pack or a bottle to split like i don't think i would buy anything from them just based off of Uh, what i've had so far i still think zombie dust is a good beer it's not like holy crap good beer like it was eight years ago see uh, because we had that in 2013 i put it at a two and a half really five untapped and i remember you both being like oh my gosh it's so great and i was like no nah, yeah it's and that's, not. Like, that's the thing everybody so has their their own tastes and you know I, I and again 
it might have been just hyped up for me too, like from you like talking about it, like oh it's like top rated. It's hard to get. I like the label. Uh, the bottle art was done by Tim Seeley, so <laughs> that's you know comic book connection. That's cool. Um, yeah, like I I've had other like hoppy like dusty IPAs that I would probably go back to before that. Uh, one of them Paul had recently with the Space Dust from Elysian, and that's just like readily available. Like I can go to like uh, it's like Bloodhound Brew Pub down the street, and like they have that. On uh, hold on, I gotta call my mother-in-law here. She tried calling me, and I said I'm recording yeah. the podcast. She's like, "Can you please call me?" I'll write the time. Hi. Okay, I don't. I said I texted you that. I. I... Okay. Can. Sure. Um. She. Yeah. She was over at my dad's house, so I don't know if she's doesn't have her phone on her. Um. But I can. You called me and I didn't answer, and I te- I texted, I texted you back that I was doing the podcast. I I texted you in that Facebook group. I can get over there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Oh, it's just this loud talker in the phone. Like my ear was ringing. <laughs> yeah. Uh. You're yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So I I might have to leave at nine too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, we can get back to it because I wrote down the time, and then um, we were just bullshitting about beer. Yeah. If you want to jump into talking about Raiders, like just let me know when you want to yeah. go, and I'll write I'll down the right start time. Now, uh, but that's all well and good. Beer is beer. We talk about it all the time. But you know what we don't talk about all the time, Chris? How great, how, Short how round. great the Indiana Jones movies are. <laughs> uh, and it it starts with Raiders yeah. of the... Uh, uh, all, all three of them. them. Uh, that's, that's how I, I pitched this to you uh, this afternoon. It was, oh, we could talk about all three of them. And the new one that's <laughs> coming out. Uh, but 1981, uh, year before I we were born... Raiders of the Lost Ark comes out. Comes out, it's number one. Then it's like knocked down from the number one place for a couple weeks because Superman 2 comes out and um, some, some other movie comes out. I forget now. It's probably E.T. because E.T. is like no, the E.T. Number one E.T. Movie was ever after this because they're both Spielberg movies. <laughs> Spielberg, uh, E.T.'s 83, I believe. Um, okay. But this movie comes out number one of the box office. Then it gets knocked down to like number six. Then it goes back up to number three. And then it goes back to being like number one for like six straight weeks. Everybody was talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark. And everyone was going. It was one of the biggest, uh, biggest movies 
of that year and I think for a while of like all time. And I think you have to give it credit to George Lucas, Spielberg, um, and then the writer of it who's known for writing great dialogue and who was the guy who kind of grounded both Lucas and Spielberg with everything they wanted to do in this movie. Because, again, both those guys, I think, had some crazy ideas. Um, George Lucas? No. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah. Oh, so Lawrence Kasdan, he wrote this movie. Yeah. Um, the Big Chill, Silverado, Wyatt Earp, Indiana Jones, uh, As Good As It Gets, Grand Canyon, I Love You to Death, Into the Night. I mean, I like why it hurts. So. I, I was trying to find okay. it. Like, I was trying to find his good movies. Um, oh, uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, I think it's because he, like he wrote like, uh, characters that appeared in that. Um, no, I think he he like wrote it with his son. I think. But again, like writing could just be like uh, his son wrote it, and then like pass like, oh, dad, what do you think of this? And then. That I was like, well, maybe have him say this kind of thing. Um, Indiana Jones is one of those movies and one of those franchises that I don't ever remember watching it. It's a lot like Star Wars, where it's just something that's always been kind of in me. Like, I could have been born knowing everything about Indiana Jones. I don't know. It's just always been omnipresent in my life. And I think that's awesome, but I'm kind of sad that I don't have that Indiana Jones story. Like, the first time I saw it, like, oh, and then after that, I ran around my backyard with a piece of string pretending it was a whip. Because I was totally that dumb shit kid that did things that I saw in movies. But I was probably so young growing up seeing, like, this and then Temple, like, They've always just been like, oh, yeah, I love this movie. Uh, I remember the first time seeing Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It's my first time. Um, we were at, uh, they probably won't know this, but we were at the Miser's house, which were friends of our families. We had gone over there for some type of picnic. And I remember the dad being like, ah, the kids want to go inside. Here, I'll put a movie on. And he put Temple of Doom on and probably... How old? I mean, you? the movie was on VHS, so Temple of Doom came out what eighty five, so it was probably eighty six, eighty seven. So I was probably like five years old, somewhere okay. in there. But I remember being like blown away by it, and halfway through the movie was hanging off that they had this elevated deck and hanging off the side of it, and my <laughs> parents being like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like. Indiana Jones and my dad still mocks me or remembers fondly I always I used to have is it both of those my dad. are exactly. the same for your dad um, I used to wear a jean jacket all the time because it was the closest thing I had to Indiana Jones's coat and inside the pocket I would have a jump rope rolled up inside as my whip and I would go everywhere with that. And I'd be like, hey, is there any trouble at this restaurant? Don't worry. Open the coat. Pull out my, <laughs> my jump rope. Like, I got it handled. Put it, put it back in. 
Do you have any relics? I don't see them on the kids' menu. But anytime there's a lazy Susan in the middle of the table, I'm like, yeah. It's the, the diamond, Lau. Uh, so, yeah, like, <laughs> these movies, I remember seeing Indiana Jones before Star Wars. Like, I was an Indiana Jones fan before I was a Star Wars fan. And uh, I, these movies, through and through, I love. And I've in the last year I've watched Crystal Skull a lot more than I'd like to have, because at work. When you say a lot more, how, do yes. you mean more than once? Because I still have not gone back to that movie after we went to see it. I in went the back movie to theater. it once after that, and I was like, "Nope, just, just not good." But uh, at work on TVs, we have two TVs in the the beer shop. And on Saturdays, I try to. I usually have some type of sports on during the week, and I'm not a sports guy. I don't give a crap. But I look for uh, movies, and on Paramount Channel, they run marathons all the time. So it's either Back to the Future, Mission Impossible, Star Wars, or Indiana Jones. So every week, I have some marathon going on, but. The Indiana Jones Marathon always starts with Crystal Skull. Then they do Raiders, Temple, uh, Last Crusade, and then play Crystal Skull again. I don't know why, but they do that even... Maybe depending on when they start it, they're like, well, Raiders is the one... Or not, I'm sorry. Crystal Skull is the one that people watch the least, so like... We'll put this on as like, oh hey, it's Indiana people Jones want to start, Day, so people, people want to like, start watching it at, back. at eleven o'clock. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it makes sense. But they do that with all of them. Like, they'll play like the other day. It was Back to the Future, and they played three, one, two, and three. Yeah. So I, I think that's that, that, you're in charge of programming. You don't want to start off with one because if everyone's still asleep and they jump into two when they wake up, you're like, oh, right? well, I already missed the um, best one. So I've I've watched I've had Crystal Skull in the background a lot this last year, probably a year and a half, and um, I've gotten to a point where I don't really mind it, but I still think it is stupid, and it is stupid. It's got so many stupid it's, parts. It it really is, and I don't want to disparage it at all because it is a part of something that I love. But Raiders is like a perfect movie like everything about it is just so entertaining and great and i do enjoy temple but it's not my favorite because i think if you say like hey chris put on an indiana jones movie it's probably going to be raiders of the lost ark and then if you say hey put on another one it's gonna see be i would put crusade. last crusade on first because last like last crusade is hey, we kind of got that second one wrong, so let's really make a good one. And not that... The second second one's technically a prequel because it takes place but before. It is, but then Last Crusade takes place before at the beginning because you get the young indie stuff and then, like, after. Yeah. I, I don't Look, know. Just, just nerd nitpicking because I think, like, all three of those movies, if you say, hey, we're going to watch... The three Indiana Jones movies. And we're like, okay, sign me up. Um, And talking about this makes me want to... Like, when you come down next week, 
just go to Jock Lindsay's and get some like Indiana yeah. Jones themed like I, I love going. I love going there. Like, like why not? It's I I love that place, and I will look for an excuse to go there. And I think you coming to visit <laughs> might be that excuse. Like, go get some barbecue time at Polite Pig, and then like drinks yeah, at great. Jock Lindsay's. Because uh, you know Jock Lindsay introduced in. Raiders of the Lost Ark because he's Indy's pilot who you see at the beginning fishing off like the leg of his plane. Jack, there's a snake in here. That's just my pet snake. I hate, I hate snakes. Uh, it's Reggie. <laughs> relax, you know, just uh, relax. Uh, oh, it's great. And I think the thing too that's great about Raiders is they designed it that like every 10 minutes there's like an action piece. And and you can set your clock to it, like literally, like every ten minutes, there's something actiony going on. And I kind of wanted to take the time just to be like, "All right, Raiders of the Lost Ark. What's your favorite part in that movie? Is it that opening scene where you're introduced to Indiana Jones, it, and that goes to him escaping on the plane, or, or is it? I mean, that's the fight in Nepal. Like, is it? him putting the staff in and turning it and the lights and then him them doing the dig is is it is it bad to say like my favorite part is Solid asks very dangerous you go first it's a great line in the movie it's great like there's so many quotable things even like solid like grabbing the 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 date and being like "Hmm, the bad monkey (laughs) like dead um but yeah, it's favorite action, like favorite action scene out of the thing. It's the, the, being I in mean, the pirate boat when he lifts the cliche his head out of fight, the thing. Fight. That's is is cliche, and even saying that, I'm reminded that there is a drink at Jock Lindsay's called the German <laughs> Mechanic. I, that fight, that like, fight is definitely. Is there when he's <laughs> just when he like punches him and the dude's like nah like yeah it's so I, good I think his escape with the his escape with the arc when he like jumps in the side of the thing knocks the guy out gets shot in the arm then that guy jumps in and he's punching him in the arm then he's thrown out the front dragged underneath like that's such a great action scene like i'd say like that and that opening sequence you know when he's he's up there and he's yeah. oh he's rubbing his face he's checking the that's, weight like oh well i think that's the thing too because even if you haven't seen an indiana jones movie you know the giant rolling boulder like you know that gag because it's so ingrained in pop culture like you've probably seen parodies and homages to it in anything that you've ever watched because it's just that's yeah, Indiana uh, Jones Muppet Babies, right The there. Simpsons, like you can just list it on and on and everyone uh, uh, did a did some type of parody of it. Cause it's such a cultural touchstone for people and it's it's one of those just widely accepted like oh yes like people will get this because it's Indiana Jones, Indiana Smith. <laughs> oh God no. Um, 
there's so much weird stuff about it like lucas wanted and they make reference of marion ravenclaw being younger but in the in his initial like treatment of it like she was supposed to be like 11 and indy was in college and that just made me think like what does lucas have about these weird age gap romances maybe Maybe that's kind of where we got short round from in Temple then, because it's, you know, he's like a 10, 11 year old kid that's kind of like hanging out with like the the cool professor. And I mean, short round's probably one of the best movie sidekicks. Like, I like that he's there. He's, he's not there to drag Indy down. Like, he doesn't need saving. Like, he gets his moment in Temple where he's fighting like the Maharaja kid. Like... He's, uh, he's a hero in when his he own escapes right, and with I think Indy's like coat and whip like over his shoulder, and he's kick kicks that guy in the nuts, and he runs up the thing. Yeah, short round's great, and short line. If you think about all the great lines in those, he knows uh, he crazy and glory. Like there's so many. You call him Doctor Jones. Like there's so many great lines that short round has, and um. But yeah, it's like no ticket, fortune and glory. Uh, he, he he nuts like. Um, look away, Marion. Like, what's the what's the big what's the best yeah. line in in Raiders? It, it belongs to Salah. <laughs> yeah, like, yes, very dangerous. Um, but that's the like when I came out of crystal skull one of my favorite parts from it was actually seeing marion come back like just having that because at this point we've seen indy in multiple movies he's always got like that gal on the side like you know whoever it is like nightclub singer nazi like he's he's gonna be wooing somebody and to have it be marion coming back that's just like no it's of course well she was tough as tough as nails she was like the Oh, she's the fucking most capable person in any of those movies, And she goes toe-to-toe with, with Indiana Jones, with Dr. Jones. So, yeah, it had to be her coming back. Um, I'm kind of sad. Like, all this talk about Indiana Jones means we can't... When you come down next week and we're going to Disney's Hollywood Studios, the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular is still closed, unfortunately. So we can't partake of that. At least maybe we can do... Jack Lindsay's and pay our respects yeah, pour, to pour Dr. Jones. a tall Jones, boy out for him when uh, we're there. That way. Uh, what do you want from Indiana Jones 5, though? Like, what can it take from, you know, the other f- four that, you know, you like, you want? And what I can want it kind of go... better, with? punchy dialogue. I want... I, I think the... Yeah, nothing. Nothing from Crystal Skull stands out. Like I don't remember uh, any lines. I was a double. Like when he was like, we were. I was a double agent. Oh, now I'm a triple agent because I love gold. Uh, that's all I. Re- <laughs> it, was yeah, that yeah, is that actually from the movie? I don't. Oh, jeez. I, I want awesome action set pieces that makes you think that they're really there and not on a sound stage. And I know that like Raiders had lots of stuff where it was on sound stages. Like 
it you know it they're making a movie it's cheaper to do that but like crystal skull i mean you could see the plastic tags hanging off of those palm trees when they threw that snake for him to pull in like i have a better rubber snake for halloween than was used in this movie and i don't want them to capitalize on my fandom and love for this series to just make money i want them to make a really good movie a movie can have heart crystal skull was lacking heart just because you have the two characters get married at the end it doesn't have the same heart as a father and son in in uh last crusade uh that moment where like everything's like collapsing in because they tried to take the grail past the symbol on the floor and dr schneider like is reaching for it and falls and then you have like the turn where indy's falling and his dad has him and give me you know, all Junior's reaching for it and he looks up and he's like indiana let it go it's just like yeah, I, just got I, I, I got chills when you said Sean it because yeah, and even that scene when he thinks he went over to the thing and he's just like, "My boy, I've lost him." Like little things like that are heart. Arguing about your son having to go to college, it it just doesn't swinging through the jungle with and monkeys. I, there's probably someone who's listening that disagrees with me, but I'm. Yeah, you you have every right to disagree that's, with no, me. I have fine. every right like, to have I my def- opinion, but I defended that movie because I get what they were doing with it. Like it was a progression from where they left off to what would have been next. Because okay, you know it had been thirty years in between movies after the adventure serial. Thirty years after that, they're doing sci-fi it's no longer nazis it's the ruskies it's the cold war so i get that jump that they made with like kate blanchett being like the villain like having it be more sci-fi than that kind of mystic religious i don't want to say horror but like that fantasy I, I get the choices that they made for where they went with the story but it was the actual storytelling yeah. that i could not find a defense for and I were I because the plot for this one like is very hush hush. Like I don't know anything about Indiana Jones five, but I I do have my apprehension towards it. But yeah. I know I, I'll, I, see, I'll it see it, and I, I like love these the movies. director. Um, is it uh, uh, James Mangold who? He did Logan. Um, he's yeah, done some he did other... uh, Logan. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of what his big movie was that was really good. Uh, anyways, uh, it'll come to me. Um, but, yeah, like, I want really good action. I want every ten minutes something happening. I don't need to get bogged down by character stuff because that's the whole thing is, like, for half of that movie... Indiana Jones, he doesn't care about Marion Ravenclaw until she's dead. And then when he gets her back, he ties her back up because he's going to get the Ark. Like, yeah, he's happy she's alive, but she can still sit and spin with the with the Nazis because 
fortune and glory. I'm going to get the Ark. I found it. I know I found it. Nobody else is going to know I found it, but I found it. And I think that's what's kind of cool is, is uh, he's kind of an asshole. And, you know, I, you don't, I don't yeah. need family squabbles with Indiana Jones. I just want him to, I just want him to be there. And if you want him to be there, let us know what you love about these movies. Let us know what you think uh, the next movie will be about. And thank you guys uh, for listening. <laughs>